Good morning and good afternoon, depending on wherever you're at the time of this recording. This is episode 101 of the Restricted Zone podcast, and I'm with a good crew today. Kyrie, introduce yourself to the Restricted Zone fans, man. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Chris, introduce yourself to the fans, man. What's up, y'all? I might not be on camera tonight, but, you know, I'm still here be here giving my takes because, you know, some people in this drawing be saying some wild stuff, so... Wow, Listen, I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna do my best to come back at him though. Very wild. It's gonna be a good Very show. Wild. Very wild. Wild indeed. Team, introduce yourself to the people, man. What's up, <laughs> y'all? The uh, actual smartest man on the podcast. Everybody lays claim to that, but it's actually me. Whoa. I'm gonna go ahead and lay claim to that now. I'm watching the games, man. Let's get into it. And and I, and I see I we start early like that. I don't think Kendrick don't like that. All right. Oh. Okay, uh, Greg. Hey, Kendrick, Kendrick got my respect, though. Yeah, got respect Kendrick. It's, uh, K-Dot. Mm-hmm. Greg, introduce yourself. You introduce yourself to the team, Greg. You? You? All right. Well, with that, that's Greg. All right. With that being said, we're going to move straight in. It's a lot of the high, My man, Greg, in a high-speed chase ring. <laughs> <laughs> Swerving. Come on. Yeah. All right. Well, this is cool. Don't prepare. I was gonna say something about how I wanted to be a dollar boy when I was a kid, but I'm like, you know what? Let's just hop into that. Save it for next time. My boy said he wanted to be a dollar boy. I am. <laughs> Yo, Greg, you gotta chill. Bro. I want to be a dollar boy. No, all right. I could have changed with the best of them, bro. Anyway, that's not. I'm pretty sure they don't even know what that means. They're going to let it stay like that. Yeah, you have to cut that out, Colin. They don't don't know, bro. (laughs) They don't know what it means. That's why we're not going to cut nothing. We're going to keep it wrong, man. We're going to keep it wrong. But listen, we're going to start straight into it. A lot of basketball today. There's basketball being played right now as we speak. Uh, But, man, we got to talk about the playoffs, man. The most exciting part of the NBA season. Uh, this is where players, you know, make forward and really establish their legacies, and, and we get to see who's the true superstars of the league. And, man, the first-round matchups has got to be one of the most exciting, balanced matchups I've seen in a while, even though usually the first round we pretty much know the highest seed usually get the W. But these matchups, even though some may seem like the first round may win, they are very exciting. I mean, the Cavs and Knicks, Kings and Warriors, you got, you know, it's just a lot of matchups. Um why everyone look at me when I say Kings and Warriors. So Kings and Warriors, and, you know, just mm-hmm. a lot of matchups. But, Kyrie, I want to swing it to you. I'm just, we're going to stay in the East. We're all from the East. So I'm going to just keep it to the East. Listen, Sixers and Nets. I'm going straight for the meat and potatoes. Sixers and Nets, who do you have winning? Why and how many games do you have that team winning? So, I'm not going to hold you. I got the Sixers take care, taking care of that in five. Um, I just think we don't see anybody really stopping Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, top scoring center in the league. Nick Claxton, I'll give him his props. The last time I seen them play each other, Nick Claxton was really doing his thing against Joel. But at the same time, that size difference is just too much for him, and he's not going to be able to handle that. I think the other guys step up too. I think James Harden has himself a, a solid series. Um, it's just about Philly's bench, bro. It is. It's been about y'all bench all season. If like for. Y'all executing and y'all executing in the right moments. Like guys like Sig Milton, guys like DeAnthony Melton, they all got to execute in the right moment. But uh, yeah, I think y'all going to take care of it in five. I don't see. Uh, I don't think Brooklyn has enough firepower really to keep up with y'all and what you guys bring to the table. 
Um, I think Mikel Bridges is going to help himself a good series, but he doesn't have um, much else help really to help him fight a, a fight off a guy like Embiid. So I think y'all go take care of it in five. Uh, take care of it in five. Okay, see, Kyrie says six is in five. Uh, are, are you co-signing that? Are you, you feeling like it's more of a struggle? Things no, we call the sweep. I agree with him. Mm. I think it's gonna be Philly and five. Um, I, I think I think Clayson will do a good job on Embiid, but Embiid he's still gonna get his. I think Philly will will like I think Brooklyn will have played good defense throughout the whole series, but Philly would do enough to keep it close and. Brooklyn has struggled to close games with the new roster, so I think Brooklyn will get one off of like just some crazy blowout in Brooklyn. But besides that, I don't see them giving the Sixers much trouble. Okay, that's fair. All right, Sixers and five. So far, two, two and zero. Chris, are, are we three and zero? Uh, are you thinking this is sweet, or you think it's pretty much a, a pretty good fight? What, what, what's your thoughts? I mean, I, I, I. Y'all should sweep them, but I'm not gonna say y'all are. So mm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Nets and I said Nets. Excuse wow. me. I'm gonna say Sixers. Oh, okay, I'm gonna say no, I'm gonna say Sixers and six. And I say that because I just have a feeling. I'm not sure why. I just have a feeling that tomorrow Phil's gonna get punched in the mouth. But that punch in the mouth is gonna make him play better the rest of the series. I feel like tomorrow Brooklyn's gonna look at themselves like we're the underdog. Nobody thinks we should even be in this matchup, so they don't come out and start swinging. And Philly not going to know how to respond to that. So that's why I think Brooklyn takes game one. But after that, Philly going to start to, you know, understand what they need to do and handle business. And I think that ultimately is going to just come down finishing six. I mean, they Philly going to – they should get the job done, and I think they will. I'll say that. That's fair. I, and I 100% agree with you. Uh, I, I think, like I said, it's definitely a tough. Well, I mean, not necessarily a tough matchup. I think the only team that can stop us is the Celtics and Bucks, and most importantly ourselves. So, uh, yeah, Mikel probably has. I was gonna say, Chris did make a good point saying that he thinks that they could come out tomorrow and punch them in the mouth because Brooklyn's right. got the exact type of team to do that. They're gritty. They're good defensively, and, and we've seen the Sixers. I've seen plenty of games this season where the Sixers. At games like that, teams they're supposed to be teams like the Spurs. Like you think this is supposed to be a random win on a Wednesday night? The guy that came out got punched in the mouth, underestimated them, and they just didn't play with that heart and didn't play with that that tenacity that they play with when they win and when they when they win uh when they dominate. So uh, I definitely can see I could definitely see them sneaking another game in there, uh, especially tomorrow with uh, Philly sweeping. That's all. That's all I'm saying because I I look at it like I look at the the Sixers and Hawks series in game one. Because remember game one, Atlanta came out in the first half and punched Philly in the mouth. And when Philly right. decided to actually start playing, it was a little too late, and Atlanta ultimately won the game. Now, we know how the series ended. I'm not going to go into that detail. But I feel like Brooklyn can have that same effect in game one tomorrow. So that's why I say it's going to end in six. But Sixers should win. That's fair. All right, like I said, we're yeah the big yeah I think the only way we lose is you know is, is if we play horrible for ourselves. I think the Sixers won the five. Uh, I really do think they won the five. Greg, what's your thoughts? Sixers and five. Hey Colin. Hey Colin. Where my broom at? Where my broom at? It's over in four. Four. You know what I mean? But, Just get the so, dustpan, bro. I'll get the broom. You get the dustpan, bro. We sweeping them. It's like so, that. So, so if Brooklyn was, so if Brooklyn was tomorrow, you going to put it back in the garage? You going to put it back in the closet? 
<laughs> okay, listen, it's still going to be a sweep. We just going to call it gentlemen. And we just going to be gentlemen about it. It's going to be a gentleman sweep instead. <laughs> Don't worry. It's fine, though. Mikhail going to have his solid game where he dropped like 35, 36. But we still going to lose the series. It's a four or five, good brother. But I'm going to bring my broom. You understand? Colin, make sure you bring that dustpan straight like that. I got to go back to my high speed chase. Be safe now. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly everyone's favorite, probably one of the favorite uh, matchups in the first round so far. Uh, Kyrie, I would start with you since you are the Knicks fan, but I'm going to start with Chris. I want to actually give Chris. Give me your thoughts on this matchup. This matchup is I don't care what Moody have one. I don't. Oh, I got Knicks and Seven. It's going to be a great matchup. Knicks and Seven. It's so balanced. It has the. It has the this matchup has the potential to so in my opinion the greatest playoff series I ever saw was 2009 first round Boston against the Bulls that was probably the greatest mm. that, was, that. that was probably the greatest oh, playoff series I ever I ever saw that was a series Clippers was it the, the one with, with Big Baby hit that 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 buzzer beater yeah. in the corner or whatever yes, yeah. yeah and I feel hey, like that Jordan was seven it was Clippers Spurs. It was Clippers. a series also, and it was it was oh, a great man, series. And a I feel like, and I feel oh, like man. this series has that potential because these teams are so evenly matched. When you look at them across the board, they all have a star with a solid co-star with great defense, with a solid with a solid bench. So it can go it can go back and forth the entire way. And at, and the crazy part about it is, at the same time. Both teams have a closer, and we've seen that this year, that both teams have a legit closer. I don't know why I seem laughing like he ain't seen the matchup this year. Like, like you know, Kyrie. Then, J- then Jalen Brunson going to 48 with, with the other player. Yes, yes, thank and, you, bro. Thank you. I, he, he said it for me. He said it for me. All right, Kyrie. Bro said it for me. Put a 48 on that man, bro. I saw I saw Jalen Brunson last year without Luka go back-to-back. 30, 40 okay. point games right. against the Suns without Luka. I know mm-hmm. he can step up in the playoffs. And all he got to do is just play. I think he can too. Against the Jazz, my boy. Against the Jazz, my boy. Not against the Suns. See, see, okay. see, I was looking at the Suns. Thank you for the correction. But this is the thing, though. This is the thing, though. Who, who, who in the Cavs' backcourt is guarding Jalen Brunson? Nobody. Isaac Okoro Who's guarding Donovan Mitchell? You, yo, you think you said Ricky Rubio with three Yo, my point exactly. You see the name going out there, right? Ricky Rubio. Who is guard? That's, that's who was guarding Isaac when he Acor- the 48. Isaac Okoro will be guarding Brunson. Who's going to guard Donovan Mitchell? Nobody, which is why it's evenly matched. We got quick off the bench. We got quick guarding Brunson. We got quick guarding Brunson. Who's guarding Mitchell and who's guarding Garland? Who's guarding That's cool. That's cool. Because I'm not This is the thing, though. This is the thing. I got no other bro. going to step up. Brunson will step up. I'm not worried about Randall. But listen, Randall's doing nothing, bro. That's why the kids are going to win, bro. They match up perfectly, though. We don't even know. And a player is seven games. 
Seven games. We don't even know if Julius Randle. The Knicks. We don't even know if Julius Randle. Hold on, Greg. Hold on, Greg. In the seven-game series, but the Knicks can't shoot a damn thing. The Cavs have Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, both healthy playing. And Donovan Mitchell's going to get buckets. They have nobody guard Garland. Evan Mobley wasn't doing nothing against us this season, bro. Mobley's going to clamp, y'all. He's not going to have to score. locking that down. I'm not talking about Mobley's score. Mobley's going to clamp up. Randall's not doing nothing. You're talking about some. we both have stars. What, what star do the Knicks have, bro? You know, I, I obviously haven't watched this this season because Julius Randle spake the Cavs every time he played them this season. Bro, in the Jaylen seven Brunson game series, I every promise you we're not doing that. Brunson going, I bro, think Brunson Evan Mobley couldn't do nothing with Julius Randle. I think Brunson going to Bro, seven game, in the seven-game series, bro, I promise you Randle's doing nothing, bro. Because y'all tried to do this the last time the Knicks was in the playoffs when they played okay, the Hawks. Okay, and, and what exactly is Evan Mobley doing? The Knicks got it. What's Jerry Allen doing? They're not doing nothing down there. He's defense player here. He's clamping ball. Come on, yeah. He's clamping. Because Mr. Robinson had that Dude, on lock. Jared Randall's clamping. had that on lock. It's fine. And they're going to have them on lock, too, bro. They're going to do the same uh, thing. And nobody's going to have nobody's going to have Donovan on lock. Nobody's going to have Garland on lock. What are they going to do? What was, what were they doing in the other games this season, bro? They went, bro, they went one in the seven games. That's bro. cool. Regular season, cool. I, I believe you, bro. The regular season, fine. If that's what you want to go saying. on regular season, that's but, cool, bro. But still, bro, you, you got to keep that in mind when you're watching them but in this season. You got to keep in mind. We've seen countless times. Regular season where teams will have a great uh, will be playing the team great in the regular season and in the playoffs is a whole different thing because you have seven games to game plan for that team. You play them seven games in a row. You learn everything about okay. them. What they're going to do every play. Tom, but, all right, all right, tell me this though. Tell me this though. Outside, outside of Donovan Mitchell, who has playoff experience on the Cavs? Jared Allen, maybe a little bit. Evan Mobley has no uh, playoff this, experience. Yeah, Isaiah cool. has no playoff experience. Here's LeBron James. He barely point. has any playoff experience. But they here's never my played thing. in that moment before. Here's my thing. We you talking about playoff experience. When's, what happened, what did Randall do the last time he was in the playoffs? That was what that was Let's two years ago. It. That's cool. And what made Jalen Brunson a household name? Him in the playoffs last year. And Brunson I think Brunson I said Brunson go who? But I don't believe in Randall. I don't believe in RJ. I think Quigley will have a game or two, but I don't believe him to go crazy every single game. You want to that's cool. I mean when it when it comes like pound for pound, we deeper than them. Straight up, we we way. I, I, I believe that. I just don't think y'all be able to match Donovan Mitchell in seven games. I think Brunson will have his game, right. but I don't think he'll be able to match Donovan Mitchell right, in seven cool. games. He dropped forty-two on the Cavs by like thirteen. I'm saying he'll so have like, his games, bro. He'll have his games. I'm saying I think Brunson will have his games, but I think for seven straight games, I don't think he'll be able to match Donovan every single game, bro. I think Donovan's going to go crazy. Right, and I think Garland cool, will be able to match that yeah, second option. I don't know who's going to step up and be that second option for the Knicks. I think Brunson will go crazy. I don't think he'll be able to match Donovan. I don't believe in Randall. I don't believe in RJ. I think Quickly will play good, but I don't know if he's going to step up and average 20 every game. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think no, Cleveland just match up too well against the Knicks who can't shoot. Not the team can really shoot. I think defensively, they both match up well against each other because they don't have great shooting. But I think the difference between the Cavs and the Knicks is that the Cavs have Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland, and the Knicks have Jalen Brunson and Julius Randall. I think the start. But you're just saying Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle, like they like they didn't have like some of the best seasons of their career so far. Julius Randle, I just like, think it's mad. It's a it's a matchup thing. I don't I don't think Randle is going to do good in the series where the Cavs will have seven games to match up for them, game plan for them. I don't believe that Julius Randle is going to play good. Uh, uh, I think it'll be a good series though. I think it'll be like <laughs> Cavs. I think Cavs in about six or seven, probably six. I really Kyrie, six. I got yeah, you. Knicks in seven. Nixon seven. Hey, I got, I, I got it in six, but I'll say this. Listen, I'll say this. Our X Factor is going to be R.J. Barrett, and I hate to say it because I don't have a lot of trust in R.J. Barrett. But our X Factor is going to be R.J. Barrett because of what Greg mentioned earlier. R.J. I mean Julius Randle's not. I don't think he's a hundred percent. 
He's fully that's another thing, yeah. That's game another stuff, thing. Like, before the game. But I don't think Jules, he's going to play because because Jules want to play. He want to be out there. He want to help us win. And I, I don't doubt that. But I don't think he's going to be 100%. So, R.J. Barrett in that series is going to be the X factor. He's going to be, the like, one of the main focal points of whether we win or, or whether we lose and, and how fast we win or how fast we lose, feel me? Because RJ, we've we seen him all season. He, he could get his 16, 17 points a game, but a lot of times it comes on 18, 19 shots. And then he'll have some games where he puts up 30, 35 on, on, on 14, 15 shots. Feel me? And he's rebounding. He's defending well. He, he, he's getting guys involved. But how many games is he going to have like that in a seven-game series? Me, personally, two, uh, if that. That's what I give him. But he's going to have to prove he's going to have to show me otherwise. No, facts. I, I agree. I think RJ's the expected two for this series, and I don't trust him. So, <laughs> there goes that. Play D. Rose and y'all win. That's, That's true. Another can of worms. Play D. Rose. <laughs> what you got, Colin? You you might mute it, bro. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Colin, you might mute it, bro. Oh wow! I was talking. I was saying, man. I said this is such a a, a tough matchup, man. And I, I just think. I think Darius Garland, Jalen Brunson is a good matchup. The Knicks are starting. Who's who's the Knicks starting shooting guard? Quentin, Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes. Uh, Quentin Grimes. The Quentin Grimes. We got Donovan Mitchell. Ugh. I ain't even messed with my boy Josh Hart. We we've been different ever since we picked him up. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes, and now I think it'll be a good series. Just the Knicks. The Knicks. That was the best pickup you got. You guys getting Josh Hart might have been the best thing. And he's definitely gone. It'll be a good series. I'm not saying that the Cavs will just wash them. Like, I think the Knicks can definitely win. I just think the Cavs will just because I believe in the Cavs' stars. But I think the Knicks will be able to compete with them because they have the depth. And I think different guys will be able to step up. Like, I like Cameron Grimes. I think he'll have he'll have a game or two where he has a great game. Uh, quickly, so obviously, six million a year contender. I just think the Cavs sometimes will too much. I think this series is going to come down to depth. I think the Knicks have better depth. Than the than the Cavs for real. Cavs only run like seven, eight dudes deep. So I feel like they're just gonna be in a lot of situations where they, where their stars are gonna be getting a lot of tick, and that's gonna be a lot of wear and tear on their bodies over a seven game series. Not to say that that like the Knicks don't do that, but I think the Knicks. If you watch them Cavs, them Cavs Knicks matchup, it's not just that like Jalen Brunson been going pretty crazy, but it's really the bench that has like really done well for the the bench for the Knicks have obliterated the Cavs bench in terms of production. So that's what it's going to come down to. Uh, so I I, I want to go Knicks in seven, but I think with the combination of the fact that the Knicks are the high, are the higher seed, so they only get three games at home, plus Julius Randle being compromised, that's going to nullify the bench in a sense because like bench players don't really play as well on the road. So I'm going to say Cavs in seven because game seven is going to be in Cleveland. And I think that's going to be enough to propel them forward. But I wouldn't be surprised. But that's the closest. Like, I, if Julius Randle is, like, playing, like, the Julius Randle minutes, I, I do think it's, it's Knicks in seven. I think it comes down to Julius Randle. I'm not going to lie. It's Knicks in seven. So Cavs have more star power. It makes it sound easy. I can't wait for that. Kyrie, you want to announce the next matchup in the East before we travel to the West? I'm prepared to. Let me see. Colin don't know it. 
<laughs> so it's, it's gonna be Boston and Atlanta. Boston sweeps. Next series. Next series. Next series. I got Atlanta. <laughs> Wait, what happened? Really? You said you got Atlanta at seven. Why? He said, "Why? Why not?" <laughs> That's the real question. Why not? You got to give me an analysis, Colin. Nah. Test that. What? 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 what Trey Young putting nah, a forty nah, game? Nah, 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 nah. I'm just. Nah. Of course, of course. Who's Trey Young guarding? guarding? Of course, of course. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus hey, Smart. Hey, hey, <laughs> Marcus Smart putting him in the post like Hakeem Olajuwon, bro. He dropped a three. Oh, man. All right, so we're going to travel to the West. Listen, I'm, I'm going to just get straight to it. Warriors and Kings. Ooh, I'm going to say this to Christopher, the Nuggets Kings. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the undecided. The free, the free agent. The, it's funny. It's funny that you call me out of the But you have three different teams. <laughs> the, the, the miscellaneous. Yeah. This man team hollered, but this man team hollered through four teams right now, but I'm the, I'm the free agent, though. Like, what? I'm just confused. <laughs> Sixes? Okay. I know. You should be confused because you don't even know who you're for this playoff series. Sixes? OKC, okay, sir. Sixes and OKC. Okay, I just don't understand. But listen, Bro, man, what you just what you just what? praising the Kings just all what you just praising the Kings like two weeks ago though? I gave him credit where credit is due. Like I gave no, 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 now, now, best, now, guess yeah. what? Now, Steve, how guess what? You were older when the king. You were older. Right, you're. Steve, how yeah, old so, you? Yeah. Like, you, you probably. I'm 21. Were... They just made the playoffs, bro. I'm 21. Oh, you were. Yeah. Play with them kings, wow. man. You they were just four. made it. 20. You do stuff. Same. Same. Hold on, Steve. I got you a question, too. What's up, bro? How old were you when the Kings made the conference finals, which is 2002? That was one, dog. Right, cool. <laughs> That's good. So, so that means you. So you didn't even see the Sixers make the conference finals. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. Let's not get the football now. But let, but we're not gonna talk about that. Three is better than one. If you want to get the football, because that just lost the Patrick Mahomes to football. Welcome to my world. Who you talking about? Talking about football. Hold up, hold up, wait, what? hold up. Colin, uh, Colin, I forgot. This is the argument that you had for me when it came to basketball. So this, I'm going to get you football. Three is greater than one. Three is greater than one. You got some catching up to do, my boy. You are exactly. a pathetic excuse. Maybe, 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 maybe I'll be patching my home. You would have made it a tough one. Man, man, listen, can we get to the prediction? Anyway, anyway, in this matchup, I'm going to say Warriors and seven. And that's a stretch. Only because I do not trust the Warriors on the road. But mm, I'm I'm going strictly off of playoff experience alone and nothing else. That I'm picking Warriors in seven. I'm calling the upset. How would be upset if they're the higher ranked team? 
Well, I'm, no one has, no one really thinks that the Kings could beat the Warriors. I mean, some people think, like you, they think it's competitive, but general, the general consensus, they think the Warriors will beat the Kings. Uh, I think the Kings have everything uh, they need, especially Mike Brown and knowing how he runs his practices, how he, like, when it comes to studying film, again, these guys practice. This man ain't never talk about the Thunder like this. He ain't talk about Thunder like this in 2016. Tyree, this guy was the, just imagine for 17 years, he was just a Kings fan. Can you imagine? You like mediocrity. You think that's successful. Listen, (laughs) listen. You, you believe mediocrity. What's wrong with him, Greg? I just don't understand. He was a Kings fan for 17 years. Ridiculous. You You can't make mediocrity. You praise mediocrity. I'm not even going, hey, you feel me? That's, that's a lot of years. That's a lot of years to support a franchise. Trust me, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, bro, we we Sixers fans. I'm not going to lie. We don't got some room to talk. We was trusting processes. We was, you feel me? Hey, bro, I'm a Knicks fan. That's where my mouth's at right now. That's right. So, so I'm just like, everybody got to go through it, bro. That's, college, that's... To take, college to learn from you then, Kyrie. <laughs> man, hey, whoa, college whoa, whoa, to whoa, learn from you. He praises. So what are you That's talking? They made the playoffs within a decade. Y'all didn't make it for almost two decades. Again, two decades. Again, I'm going to make two decades. Again, so for 20 years, you're praising mediocrity. And you guys were in the toilet. So once again, you proved my point. Once again, you just proved my point that you praised mediocrity. Because each time they made the playoffs, the farthest they got was the second round. So you got the Warriors. Got you. Let's see. Talk to me. Warriors and Kings. Who you have? I think this is going to be the. Uh, I think it's going to be the best series in the first round. I got Warriors in seven just because, like, what, uh, what Chris said, the experience. But I think the Kings going the Kings going to make them work for it. Though I think, I think, uh, I think it's going to be a real fun series, bro. I think it's going to be a real high scoring series. Yeah, we'll have a lot of offense and not too much defense. But I think the Warriors defense, especially in the playoff setting, I think their defense will lock in more than the Kings defense. The only reason I think the Kings will go seven, bro, is because I believe Fox is one of them guys. Like, I think Fox is going to have a great series. It sure is. I would say right. Warriors in like in like six or seven, though. I think it's going to be fun. A lot of the West series, first round series, is going to be fun. Them, the uh, the Lakers, Grizzlies should be a good series. The, um, the Clippers and Suns, Clippers, Suns, those should be good series. But the West first round looking looking crazy. Oh, okay. So with that, okay. Kyrie, who do you have? You've been the Warriors. Um, team. I agree. I, I agree with everybody. But, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Warriors and six and seven. I'm leading more towards six. Um, okay. I just we got to point to the experience. I mean, the Warriors have been here countless times, and this is the Kings' my absolute first time in God knows how long. And um, I just simply think they're too young. They're going to put up a fight. I think one of the main factors is going to be in Mike Brown being a former staff of the uh, the, the Golden State Warriors, and he he knows a lot of their plays. He knows a lot of their actions. He knows what certain guys are capable of. So uh, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna key in on certain things and try to make it harder for Golden State to execute a lot of their plays. But I think Golden State is just simply I think they simply have more depth. I think Andrew Wiggins coming back is a plus, even though I don't expect him to be a hundred percent either. But him coming off the bench is going to be a, a huge boost for for them too. They have somebody that they can go to and score. They have somebody that can defend guys on the perimeter, that can go out and defend guys. Again, he might be a step slow because he hasn't played since like January or something like that. But um, I, I think I think the Warriors just got too much going on for them. Right. Now. 
That's a pretty fair assessment. That's a pretty fair assessment. Greg, Warriors and Kings. I'm the only one with the Kings right now. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go with the Kings for real. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it's just gonna be the end to a disappointing season for the Warriors altogether. And I love the what Andrew Wiggins brings, but I just think we're asking a lot for him to come back and then just be the the game changer. I'm not saying he he's not capable of being able to do so. We seen him do it last year, be a play a huge role, but like I don't know. I think at the end of the day, the Kings really enough play better defense on the road than they do at home. I think the the Kings try to shoot your lights out on the road. At, at, on the road, they play. They have a top ten defense. I think they're number ten in defense. At home, they're like twenty. I forget. I forget. See the twenty ninth or twenty third in in, in in defensive efficiency. So I would go with. I'm gonna go with the Kings because I just feel like the if the Kings can get one Warriors road game, that'll just take their heart. Um. And I and I like the I, I like the it's it's going to be an offensive battle. I think the Kings just need to need to win. The formula for the Kings is win three games at home and one game on the road. If they can do that, they got the series. That should be easy because Golden State's been horrible on the road this season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. That's a good assessment. Great assessment. All right, you have even more confident in the Kings, even more, Greg. All right, I'm definitely. I think Kings are seven. So that's like Seem said. That the, the first round, like I said, this year is probably one of the most balanced, competitive first rounds in a very long time. Like I said, if you're bad in the West, yeah, like this is a good. little more lopsided. <laughs> sure. I mean, listen, if you're a basketball fan, you should just be happy and ecstatic to be able to watch these games and just feel, you know, just the just the unknown. You really don't know who, who's gonna win, so. With that, we move on to the next matchup. The Clippers and Suns. Man, Paul George is out for the first round. They said he was looking for a conference final return date. But, uh, man, I, I just think with Paul George <laughs> being out, uh, listen, man, talk to me. Clippers and Suns. Who wants to go first? Who wants to, who wants to take the mic? I'm going to go. Suns and five. I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead. Lakers? I said <laughs> Suns and five. Sons of five. Oh, okay. I don't, no, no, no. Right. I mean, I, I'm not trying to disrespect Russell Westbrook because he is he's definitely picked up his level of play since joining the Clippers, no doubt about it. And yeah. no, it's it's fun to see him play good bas it's it's cool to see him play good basketball again. But sure. even when it comes to the playoffs, Russell Westbrook, ever since K D left, he has been terrible in the playoffs as well. So I if and that's your second best player behind Kawhi. Kawhi can only do so much. He's already got no trouble trying to guard Kevin Durant together. I mean, I, I know I come with the Suns. I know I come with the Suns for not having a lot of depth on their team because they trade everybody to get Kevin Durant, which is which is why I feel like they won't make a deep playoff run. But at the same time, it's basically Kawhi against the Suns. No disrespect to the people on the Clippers, but it kind of is. But but to me personally, I just don't. I'm not going to underestimate someone like Kawhi Leonard. And then at the end of the day, Russell. Yes, he is. I don't know. Just yeah, like you said, Chris, having him as a sidekick. But I just feel like Kawhi Leonard, like I said, he he he's led the Raptors over the Sixers, hit that game winning shot. You know when he when he can play and when he you know does play, he's definitely one of those guys who could definitely change you know and turn the franchise around. Um, you know, I mean, he'll he'll show up. That's not the issue. The issue is though, while he's going Kevin Durant, he's going to put up and while Kawhi might even drop thirty in the series. 
you also right. got to take into account who's going to cover for Devin Booker's 25 to 30 points as well. Who's going to cover that well, game? Well, I think... Norman Powell? I mean, yeah, Norman Powell's cool. He's a good player. Is, but no. Is, uh, Nicholas Batum? No. They, they are solid. These are solid defenders. No bodies at them. And who, Kevin Durant? Mm-hmm. What that mean? Oh, you talking about Devin Booker? What does Devin that mean? Booker. De- Devin Booker. Well, I mean, Kevin Durant, obviously, Kawhi has to guard KD. Because if you don't, who, that's obviously, he had to neutralize him, right? But then D-Book, you got to use the thing is, Kawhi got to do so much on offense, too. Like, you just, like, I feel like guarding yeah. KD is just too much, bro. Seven I think you got to start, I think you got to start Robert Covington or something eventually. And just have him take that KD metro for the first few quarters. Because no Paul George, bro, Kawhi got, Kawhi got carried a little. No, Kawhi has to do a lot. And, again, it, it, again, I don't want to disrespect Westbrook by saying this, but repeatedly I have seen him take that same amount of shots and he does points. So if he has 20 points but took 25 shots, that's not a good game. That doesn't mean anything. I think the um, another thing that concerns me about the Clippers is they don't have, like, a lot of – Guys that I mean, they have Russ and Bones, but besides that, and with PG out, they don't have a lot of guys that are going to go and create stuff, drive into the paint. If that makes sense, like they don't got a lot of stuff going down, going uh, going on down there. So if they're not knocking down shots versus a really good Phoenix Suns defense, is going to be it's going to be tough. And obviously, no Paul George. I don't even think about Bones. I don't even think about. Does he even get? Does he get points? He started getting playing time towards the end because Paul George and Bones been good. I like Bones time. I think the thing with the Clippers is they have so much depth. I think they can still make it competitive even without Paul George because I feel like random guys can step up. Like Norman Powell's a bucket. He does not have the ball. We seen Bones step up against the against the Warriors last season in the playoffs too. That first round. Yeah, Bones could hoop, bro. It's just the only thing with Bones is the defense. It's like you got defense, they have, uh, CP, Book, KD. They have a lot of oh, guys. I, oh, I know. You don't play like uh, – I know. They don't play but then at the defense, same but... time, you got to think. He's only, he only weighs like 160. He's only – No, it's not even like Bones I mean, tries to play defense, bro. It's just he does. Small. But he got like a 6'9 <laughs> <he got> like <laughs> wingspan, too. You got to use yeah. that. But man. he's 6'2", 160. I mean, how he much – He tried. He tried, Like bro. most of the point guards – most of the point guards weigh 190 to 200 now. Another yeah, game, I, think, like, I think he should still get some time out there just because he's instant offense. Bro. Exactly, but defense, you, but you yeah. got to sacrifice defense in mind. You got to keep so – uh, He only play like, what, 10, 15 minutes? Like, it's not like he's going to be out there. Yeah. No, he's That's what you got parents, man, just, out there I'm for. Looking, I'm looking up his stats right now. He plays about – the last 10 games, he's been playing about 20, 25 minutes a game. Yeah, but the playoffs is going – it's going to drop. It's going to drop in the right. playoffs. Just because okay. of the defense. But he can still come and give you your minutes. The Clippers are so deep. Compared to the Suns, who have no depth, but the Suns' front four guys is going to create so much offense, and that's just like Katie and Book themselves are creating so much offense, and we haven't even mentioned Chris Paul and E yet. It was like, I think the Suns just have too much, and with the Clippers having no Paul George, I think the Suns get it done in, in probably six. I would say six. I can I can see the Clippers taking two. I think it's still a okay. player series, even with no Paul George, just because the Clippers have so much, and Kawhi Leonard is one of them guys, but. Yeah, no, no, Paul George is tough, bro. It's just unfortunate. The Clippers are so unlucky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Reason, so unlucky, man. Seeing, seeing so the reason why I disagree with you, even though I, the reason why I disagree with you on that was because the last time when we saw the Clippers and the Suns play in the series, remember, no Kawhi Leonard was there. It's not like Paul George didn't show up. He was hooping. He just didn't yeah. have enough. 
And that's why I feel, and I, I feel like and it's going to make it even worse now that KD is here this time around because he wasn't there last time. So it's like, you're, KD, you're right. KD's going to get an efficient 32. He could get an efficient 30. You 50 even, with that team, even with that, I think, like, we're talking about, I, I know you, you're adding KD, but at the same time, you're bringing Kawhi into it. And Kawhi is better than Paul George. I think the Clippers have more no doubt. now than what they had that year in 2021. I think Norman Powell have a great series, bro. I think they should. Probably start him, bro, because I think he's a besides yeah. with Paul George, I think he's the second best scorer. Like, Paul yeah, can get to a bucket. Paul yeah. can get to a bucket, bro. He does not pass the ball. Either. They give him that rock, he's going, he's going to shoot it. Like, he's <laughs> not passing the ball, but yeah, I, I, the, it's just unfortunate. No Paul George is going to be, it's going to be hard to beat the Suns. I don't see, I don't see any team in the West being the Suns, bro. Like, I can, I can see it happening, but I have the Suns being everybody. Kyrie, so what, so would you say Bones is pretty much Lou Williams? He's like the Lou Williams. No, that's a good. That's a good like Lou Will, bro. He don't play like. What'd you say? Bones, like Lou Will is more like Lou Will. He because he doesn't. He doesn't like, play. But he doesn't play defense, and he was small. And he couldn't really. Guard the thing is, they, their styles are kind of because Lou Will is more like shooting, and he's more in the mid range game, shooting threes. Like he could drive, but like Bones okay. is more like straight to the basket, using his speed, creating plays for others. Like that's he's uh, quick. Really yeah. Quick. Bones, Bones, he he not he not the scorer Lou Will Lou Will was, but I don't think Lou Will is the playmaker that Bones is. Right, it took a while for Lou Will to become that scorer though. Exactly, you know, yeah. I think Bones could de- I think Bones could develop it. It's just not who he is right now. Gotcha. Okay, but no, I, right, I, yeah. I gotta I gotta put it out there with, like Bones' handles look low key, like just like like how long his arms are, how like he got the ball in the string. It do low key like show shades of Jamal Crawford. Yo. Like, like just how like just how shifty he is like just how like he got the ball in the string he never like he rarely loses it like you lucky you are lucky Mars he's not on the phone right now he, why he's like a if he can if he can really like lucky Mars nice not on the phone right oh now, yeah you right Chris Jamal's oh Mars is Jamal I'm, I'm saying he's he not as pol- he's not as polished as him like he, that's what I'm saying nah. so if he can really polish because he has he compared to Jamal and Lou Will bro Bones is quicker than both of those guys. So if Jamal you can really polish it out, bro, Bones could be so nice. He already got the he already jumper. Nice. He can shoot off the dribble already. Like, he, yeah, like, he, he got some can. stuff in his, in his package already. Like, yeah, it, it's just the defense, out. though. Keep working it's on just it. that defense. That, that's what the defense will never be there, bro, because he even – he tries, bro. It's not even like – He tries. He's like he just small. He's 166-2. I think what it got – I think if you put Bones in the manual quickly roll, like you put it on the Knicks, I think he gives you the same production. I think Bones will, Bones will be great in this situation. So you think he's a potential six man next year for the Kings? He's a potential six man. It depends because the Clippers, the Clippers so deep. It just depends on who they bring back. Because right. we saw when they when they were fully healthy, Bones wasn't even in the rotation. Right, so that's like, crazy. It's just but do you think? System. No, I was going to ask you. You think the Nuggets? You think the Nuggets will probably think back and say, "Damn, we let this guy, you know, get away." No, I don't think the Nuggets I, are. Because the I, Nuggets weren't playing them either. And they got they got a couple. I know that's crazy. The reason was he a crazy? That, no, the the reason why he had to leave was because him and Jamal Murray had beef. Jamal Murray Whoa. was basically they had beef with yep. Bones' family. That's it had nothing to do with playing time or anything. Bones was a head case because he wanted more playing time because he felt like he should have been a starter. Jamal Murray was basically saying you didn't earn your spot yet, so you need to basically know to accept your role. Bones and Bones family wasn't having that. So, who are they going to pick yeah. between Bones and, and Murray? They picked Murray, obviously. So, Bones had to go. Ah, I, didn't, man, I didn't want him to I didn't want him to leave, but it was the right call, though. He was getting yeah, it over his head. 
Yeah, and when oh, you think about yeah, the Nuggets no, organization, no. like they they look they like a no nonsense organization. You never hear they players never, like really in the end of nothing. You never no. you never hear like any scandals or nothing. Like they are clean no. cut like organization. No, well, I'm no no no. The only time was when George Carl was the coach. And he had that few. That was that was that was ages ago. That was the only time. That, that was like 2013. <laughs> Yo, no, George Carl, no, I just... <laughs> for real, bro. That was a minute ago. It was a five, it was a five, the Nuggets don't usually have drama. That was just like a, a rare, a rare. I know, I know. George Carl, George Carl was the drama. He was the. That's why. That's why he deleted. That's why he the drama. J.R. Smith just went on J.J. Reddick podcast and said it. Miami won, by the way. Exactly. Yeah, Street's yeah, Shree saying George Carl hater. That's what they saying on Fifty Second. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is. Miami just won, by the way. Bro, Twitter saying Jimmy Butler. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, he was going crazy he before. Man. He started taking over. He started taking over in the fourth. Jimmy, I, we really traded. We took. We chose Tobias over him. What is Sixers? No, Jimmy chose Miami over y'all. No, we chose Tobias over him. Y'all didn't Jimmy have a chance. Jimmy left. Jimmy, Jimmy said in an interview said, he wanted to stay. Jimmy said in an interview, the Sixers said, can you handle him? He said, you don't got to. I'm out. It was no choosing. Jimmy left. <laughs> Jimmy didn't <laughs> want to stay with y'all, bro. Jimmy did not want to stay uh, Beautiful, beautiful Sixers basketball, if I could say. <laughs> Come on, Chris. <laughs> Oh, that because right. y'all made that mistake. But that be, you got been making mistakes for seventeen years. Let's 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 leave it at that. Greg, what listen, they were both for seventeen years. Oh, well, anyway, championship, the championship sounds like it. Who do you have winning? We have winning. If everyone, if everyone, if the teams remain how they are, um, and nobody gets hurt, which is a big if. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I got two, I got two letters, man. KD, that's all I need to hear, man. It's it's tripping that. And, and right honestly, honestly, what it's going to come down to is it's going to be a lot of situations where the Clippers are going to give all their all their attention to Devin Booker and KD, even put them in double teams, which is going to put CP3 in a lot of catch and shoot situations late in games where he's going to have to make a shot. And I believe in CP3, even at the age of 38, to make those shots, he's going to make the shots. CP3. Yeah, and it's and it's gonna be and it's gonna be a dub. So I think I think it's gonna be like Clippers. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sorry. I think it's gonna be Suns, and I'm gonna give the Clippers some respect. So I'm gonna say Clip. I'm gonna say Suns in six, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was in five. I'm gonna be honest. That's true. All right. Yeah. It sucks. Paul George got hurt, bro. Because that series, of, we had we would have three that matches is such in the, in the, team, in the first round. That'll be so like three potential seven is, game matches, bro. The, the NBA ratings would have been off the roof. I think it's still going to be off the roof. It was like, all right. Well, LeBron, LeBron back in the playoffs for sure. Right. But with that, we move they on to the next. Sell, man. They want to see LeBron sell. Let's talk about it. I saw we on the last matchup of the playoff first round series. Not, man, Denver. Oh, man, Denver. But we don't know what they're going to play. Well, that, yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I would say. I mean, right. Denver, Denver going, Denver, Denver going to win that series. Matter of fact, I know. I mean, if they say, if I, listen, me particularly, no one else is going to agree with me, and that's fine. I'm alone. No, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Oh, all right. So look, we got OKC. Okay, I got Nuggets being OKC in seven. It's going to be that seven. Yes. Holland. 
Jokic is killing the Thunder. <laughs> what? Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams gonna have a nightmare, bro. Why? 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 Lakers and Grizzlies. Steven Adams is out. Brandon Clark. Uh, last time I checked, I think he was still out, or maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, he done. He tore his Achilles. Yeah, he tore his Achilles. So, uh, pretty much, yeah, I don't see the Grizzlies. I don't know. They might, you know, stretch it out, make it a you know, six-game stage, but I think this is... <laughs> uh, my co-worker's going to hate that I'm saying this, because he's going to hear this, but I got the Lakers in six. Yeah, he's going so, uh, to be so happy. Gonna be so happy. Mm. This, this uh, series can go either way, honestly. Uh, like, I mean, can go right either way. Them. Just because, just because the Grizzlies is missing so much down low, and I don't know hey, if I can trust Aaron old. Jackson in a seven game series because he fouled so damn much. But he leads. And I just feel like the Lakers, the, the, the Lakers, the Lakers going to take still, that. Still, there's a big man. man. He leads the league in blocking. Still, there's a big man, and he actually might be winning Defensive Player of the Year. If you saw the that's very true. That's very true. You don't think. But Conley, you don't think they're going to scheme Anthony Davis open into into certain situations with Jared Jackson on the block, bro? I'm saying. But who who's guarding John Morant? Because no one, no one in Lakers. Let's talk. I'll say this real quick, bro. AD's going to average thirty, but it's not going to be because AD is giving Jaren buckets. It's going to be because niggas, people are going to try. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, people are going to drive. He's gonna get AD open, and AD's the best play finisher in the league. He's gonna get a bunch of lobs and and uh, and sure. dump balls and everything. He's gonna have a thirty off day and rebounding. I think AD's gonna kill kill Jaren on the glass, bro. Because Jaren's not yeah. that good of a rebounder. AD is one of the best rebounders in the to, league. Not to mention, yeah. like their distant Jared Vanderbilt has definitely been a plus because he could defend on he could defend on the perimeter. He can he can go down low with you. Like he's just a, he's just a Swiss Tell Army defensively. His offense is so. That's the thing, the thing with his defense is he gives you so much on defense. It just his offense is literally a non-factor, bro. Non-factor. Yeah, but at the same time, at the same time, he create at the same time he creates offense though. He he gets a lot of them picks and transition. He gets a lot of that. He he uh, creates a lot of that stuff. He gets a lot of offensive rebounds for putbacks. Yeah, he creates his own points. That's something he, he, really he has value with the rebounding. But besides that, it's like especially versus the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies have the second best defense in the league. And I know uh, Stephen Adams is out, but their defense is still still great even without Stephen Adams. It's like um, yeah, that's true. It's gonna be a good series, bro. Mm-hmm. I would probably I don't even know who I would have, bro, because I think John Morant's had... gonna take over though. So we all know that. Give you twenty five. I, I think John yeah, John's seven good, good, but the Lakers got some. No one can guard John. Ja. Daniel Russell stuff. can't guard John. Ja. Vanderbilt. Sure. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt yeah, he claimed them last year, bro. Oh, yeah. He claimed them last year. I think I think John I think I think John comes in with a, with, a, with like John I think John I think he does too I think John I think John plays great but it's not it's not that simple because you got 
you got Jared Vanderbilt, you got AD, one of the best run protectors in the league. Like, it's not as simple as that. Just Josh is going to go. You got, you got Rui off the bench. That's more size. I can't yeah, wait for that matchup. I'm excited for that, too. I man. think the, uh, the, the thing is, the Lakers have more talent. For sure. Right, I think they have more talent in terms of. Like just got not even just like LeBron, but LeBron, AD, they have more talented players. But the Grizzlies have been together for like three years at this point, bro. And yeah, Taylor Jenkins, I think Taylor Jenkins is gonna absolutely outcoach him. I don't think him is a good coach like that. To be honest with you, right. he's cool. But like that's a good point compared to, compared he, to Jay, Taylor Jenkins is gonna Taylor Jenkins is gonna have some good game plans for them. And uh, it's tough. I would probably I'll be honest. I think I would go Grizzlies in seven, bro, just because. I don't know, bro. I think Lakers could win. I want to go with the Grizzlies, honestly. But I just want to go against Bron. That's playoff Bron. And I don't want to go against oh, Bron. Yeah, Bron. Bron's at the, I'm not worried about Bron. Seriously, I'm disrespecting that man, bro. Please, just make yourself. Just make yourself, bro. Make yourself. Bron will play good. No LeBron. Bron is going to play good, but it's not like it's not the same Bron was like, oh, we can't do nothing for him. Like, no, bro. There's something you can do for that man now. He's not the same LeBron. Who's guarding LeBron? Bro, the team, the team, team defense, bro. It's not LeBron's not going one on one every. Yeah, yeah. He's team crazy. defense go get these twenty eight, seven and seven Bron. every night. Watch Bron, Bron, Bron. Bron. What are you going to do? And then in the close game, when it's time, when it's time for the, that's another thing. Is this series is going to be hilarious because both teams aren't that good in the clutch. Both teams what? are pretty bad in the clutch, dog. Let me Bron. Let me Bron. Let me Bron. Let me This Let me Bron. Y'all were saying playoff Brown was against Minnesota. He had three points in the fourth. And zero points in overtime. So we're talking about playoff Brown, but this playoff Brown, they're going to lose. He's still, they need playoff AD. That's what they need. And they need playoff Brown, which is going to show up. They Who just – no, 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 no. They just need to – they just don't need AD or LeBron to get hurt. As long as they're on the court, they're going to win. Lakers are six. You, know, you think it's just that simple, bro? I think – Yes, I, I do. I don't know. I don't, they have the talent. I think that's what people are looking at. They're looking on paper, roster for roster. I think Lakers definitely have more talent. But Grizzlies, and they've been together. They have the chemistry, but they've been together for three years at this point. And they have an elite coach, one of the best coaches in the league, bro. The Lakers I'm not, have the Lakers I'm not been there for like The months, Lakers have so been like even, one of the, like the streakiest teams in the league this year. Like Even yeah, after, the trade, after they made the upgrade, like they, they would just lose like stupid games. Like games that they, they, they had in the not only that, Kyrie, a lot of people like to make a big deal of the Lakers going crazy at the deadline, but they were, they had a weak schedule, bro. They had a really easy schedule to cool that they were out. That too. And versus all, the, versus all the good teams, like all the great elite teams, they will lose them all. They lost all the games. Right. Then they, they lost that last game, I think, to Utah, like one of their last games to Utah for them to, to get a bump up in the seeding. And yeah, they, like, they was up the whole game, and they, they fumbled it. I think since the Lakers the Lakers are the hot new topic, you know, they got the new team, people are like, they're like, oh, the Lakers, man, they they look good. They have LeBron, AD, everybody like that. I don't trust their shooting in the playoffs. I don't trust D'Lo in the playoffs at all. I don't think – I think in order for them to, to make it far and even be uh, Memphis, I think AD needs to step up and be like an MVP AD. And I don't think That's he'll do that for – I don't think he'll do that consistently in a seven-game series. I don't think he's going to do it. No, I, I, I totally agree I totally agree with you because I always hey, going into any playoff series, I always question AD's health because just, just like what you said, team. I think that I think that to myself all the time. I can't see AD being healthy in a seven game series. Not even he, health, bro. It's like aggression. Like throughout the year, he's been relatively healthy this year. Like he had, he had that one injury that kept him out for a few like for a few months. But besides that, like he's been healthy. And even when he came back healthy, he'll have a game where he has like forty and twenty three rebounds. 
in the next game he had 12 points and seven and seven rebounds. Like he's inconsistent but, with his aggression. But at the same time, and I agree with you, I agree with you. But at the same time, he also has a lot of games too where he he might fall down. He hurts his elbow. Yeah. He hurts his back. Yeah. And he's laying I mean, right off the game. You can last see game, it. Minnesota. He was sitting there pulling at his pulling at his uh, his shoulder the whole game. Like he's sitting there rubbing his shoulder. Like ah, like it, it's already it's starting, always bro. something. Like yeah, literally always something with him, bro. And that's that's why I don't trust the Lakers because you hit the nail on the head, bro. For them to win any series, he's got to be the MVP of, of that team. He's got to be the best so, player on that squad. And that's why I keep on – when I say – it's not that LeBron's not great. LeBron is still a top 10 player in the league. He's still elite. I just don't think LeBron is going to be able to be like, all right, everybody around me is playing corny. I'm going to put the team on my back right now. There's nothing anybody could do. LeBron's not that guy anymore. He shouldn't have to be. He's 40 years old. That should be what AB – if LeBron – if LeBron's your second option, bro, realistically, that's a contender right there, bro. But LeBron's a top-ten player. I just don't think LeBron is, is able to do what he used to do where he just take take a team and, like, no matter what, keep you in the game and, and win, you, win you a whole series on his own. Like, that's not who he is anymore. Okay. I, I don't – right. I don't disagree with the points that y'all made. Because they're all valid, and they all make perfect sense. But I think that knowing the Grizzlies, if Jared Jackson Jr. gets a foul trouble early, nobody else is gonna, on that team is going to be able to guard him. So he should be able to go off this, right then and there. And, as, and as a right and as of right now, Austin Reeves is playing at a level that we have not seen him play at consistently for a minute. So right now he's on. That That's could be play. like. That could be the X factor in this series, as long as AD and LeBron don't get hurt, because he's been he's been balling since the since the All Star break, absolutely balling. And I mean, I agree with you on the sense about the Lakers, because I for one do not trust D'Angelo Russell at all, because every time he's in the post, every time I see him in the postseason, he just plays worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm in this in a lot of these playoffs. I feel like just experience is gonna is gonna be able to get you by. Not now, it's not gonna win you the championship, but I feel like it can get you by. And I feel like when it comes to the Lakers, if Austin Reeves continue to play at the level he's playing at, since I think he'll be the X factor, and LeBron and AD do what they're supposed to do, I feel like not gonna sweep them or anything, but I feel like they can win at six or seven. I I would say six. I think the Grizzlies can get two games because I feel like John's gonna go crazy in two games. Where there's nothing, where you just can't stop them. Right. I I would I would more agree with your point if 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 either, not both, but if either Stephen Adams or Brandon Clark are playing, then I would pick the Grizzlies. But since they're both, that I gotta go with the Lakers. Yeah, that's tough because, yeah. especially with Stephen Adams, I think the Lakers. The the main thing I think will give them an edge in winning the series is their size and their rebounding. I think the Grizzlies won't be able to keep them off the glass. It'll be like Minnesota. I think that one of the main reasons the Lakers won against Minnesota is because of all the offensive rebounds they were getting. Like AD had like six offensive rebounds on his own. I think that that'll be an issue for Memphis because Jaren Jaren's gonna be playing a lot of that center spot. And he's not a great rebounder, so yeah, it'll be tough. Yeah, I, I'm I'm like I've been flip flopping on this one. I think I think it's gonna come down to seven games, and it could go either way. Like I can definitely see a scenario where the where the Grizzlies win that in Game Seven. And I could definitely see a scenario where the where the where the Lakers win in the game seven. I think it's just yeah. it's it comes down. I think the main swing factor is Memphis not having those big men, Stephen Adams and and uh, and Brandon Clark, and being relatively thin. Even like even including Jaron, like there are other like semi bigs like Sante Aldama, 
who plays Thumb Four. Xavier Tillman. Um, Zaire Williams, who, who doesn't who, who doesn't really get a lot of playing time, but he's gonna have to because he, he's like he's about six eight, six nine, uh long wingspan. He's gonna have to fill in for some of those minutes down there. And um the the Lakers are just simply too big with Anthony Davis, like I mentioned Rui, um LeBron. They are just they're just too big and too physical. But um yeah. again, Ja you can never count him out. Desmond Bain, we haven't mentioned yet. He always turns it up in the playoffs. Again, I just see I see this going to seven games and, and honestly he's gonna come down to the wire. Yeah, not, this this is the series that I'm least sure about, to be honest. Like I I have no clue who's gonna win, but I would uh, if y'all did put a gun to my head and said pick a team, I I'll put I think I'll pick the Grizzlies. Just because of the, the team chemistry. They've been together longer. And I don't know if I trust the Lakers, the Lakers other guys as much as I trust the Grizzlies other guys. I want Kyle. I'm wondering who you got winning the series. Greg, you too. Um, actually. Oh no, I said. I mean, I said I had the Lakers in six, but now I'm hearing like everyone now. I, I'm just so man, it's such a talk. I, I just think, yeah. Now that she put that perspective for me in terms of Brian, yeah, Brian. 38. It's not that you're going to be able to just take over the middle But when I said that last part, everybody was calling me crazy. I, I'm no, I'm crazy. It's just, it's just Kyle don't know what he talk, don't know what to believe now. No, maybe I misheard you because I really don't, I really, I'm really, I'm really not sure I heard it, but you know, you may, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm just going to go, yeah, when, when you got Brian as his second option, I just think I mean, he is the great. But LeBron being your second option if AD steps up, that's that's a, that's my that's me and Kyrie main thing. If LeBron's your second option, that makes him a contender. But that's only if AD steps up and become and becomes that consistent first option and that consistent MVP level player. I agree with that. Now that I that I agree with, no doubt. That's the only way. That's the only thing they get. That, that, that's like Kyrie said. I don't see them. Uh, maybe just because Memphis is missing so many bigs, they might be able to sneak past Memphis. But besides that, bro, they're not winning any series. If a, unless AD steps up and comes that, 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 level that I now see that I agree with, which is why I said like I'm going off experience for this matchup, but I'm not saying it's only because of experience. Because I I told you you're not going to win a ring with experience, but no, see that I agree with. But I feel like they're going to be able to get their they're going to win the this first round though, then lose to who they be playing next? They be playing either Golden State or Sacramento. Yeah, they're going to see those teams. All right, and so Greg, what about you? The Lakers and Grizzlies from the other side. We got so far. So who do you have winning? Um, I'm gonna take the Lakers in an upset. I think it's my biggest uh, first round upset of the. I mean, it's my biggest upset of the first round. I just think that um, you can't take out the the savviness that comes with having an NBA championship under your belt and say what you want about AD and LeBron. But I feel like they're the type, at least now, when the playoffs are happening, they're going to, like, at least I know LeBron for sure is going to conserve his energy. So he's going to give you four games of the seven where it's, like, lights out because he's just conserving his body just to be able to, to give you that. Um, and I think AD will be able to do enough and then at least three of the four Laker wins to give you some consistent production. But LeBron going to go crazy one game for sure. He's going to drop, like, 35, 40 in a game, for sure, certified. Um, but I think Steven Adams not being there, I think there's going to be a huge discrepancy. There's There can be a huge discrepancy on the boards that plays to the Lakers' advantage. The Memphis Grizzlies are middle, are middle of the pack when it comes to free throw attempts. 
per game. I think they're like mid-15, like mid-20. I think the Lakers are a top five free throw shooting team, meaning they go to the free throw line a lot. Um, um, I think you, exactly. And then you yeah. were, we're making, and we're banking on Jaron Jackson staying out of foul trouble, which hasn't been his MO throughout his, the past couple of seasons. And wow, and with Steven Adams being out, that puts more of a burden on him, which makes it more of a concern that he may be able, if you get Jaron Jackson out of the game because of foul trouble, now there's an even higher discrepancy that they have to deal with. I think the X factor for the series, believe it or not, if they're man enough to play him, might be Kenny Lofton. I'm not going to lie. That brother's a fucking Yeah, yeah I hope they do play him, bro. I think if if Memphis this series, any series, I think if you put him out there for ten minutes, bro, I think he gives you instant offense in those ten minutes, bro. Like Kenny Yo, he, he give you he give you like eight four. Like I watched, bro, that game where he dropped forty-two, I watched it. All of it was just in the flow of the offense, bro. It like was nothing, nothing, bro. Oh, I be seeing these like, oh. these games. I don't know. I don't know if Kenny Love just because of the size, and I don't know, like just because his defense will probably never be good. They they're good. But like Kenny Lofton, bro, he, he's gonna be a good NBA player for for a while. To think that he went so good, if he gets a chance, crazy. if he, he gets a chance, he he's so good. He I, I think he'll get a legitimate chance in Memphis. I, I, I think there's no, definitely rumors. I, 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 I hope he does. I hope he does. I think next season. I think next season they they had to bring him up. He, they already signed him on that, that four year deal, right? He's on the you gotta think about it. He got like four years, six million. You're missing. You're missing. You're missing Steven. Hey, let, let my man play, bro. They can't even play for like 10 minutes. Just give him 10 minutes. See what he does. As much as, as, much as I would like to say that, as much as I'd like to say that, like the rest of us, we all know that ain't happening in a long it's time. Not, they're going to sign him. I mean, First of all, because Stephen Adams I, I, is hurt. I can see it happening. They're going to sign him because they don't have any depth. They need somebody at the front court. Yeah. And, and Taylor Jenkins like, never afraid to play anybody. We, we saw Santi Alaba starting in the beginning of the season. Right. Exactly. He's never Taylor played, Jenkins never played to play anybody. Right. So get that man a shot. Like Steve said, let that man play 10, as, 15, again, 15. As, again, as much as I like to see, as much as I like to see him play, I just do not see him playing any playoff basketball. Maybe next year, but I, I just don't see it this year. But oh, again, I, 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 I really he's, he's a bucket. And, and I, no, I agree with you. I want to see him play because he's nice. He's definitely bucket, no doubt. But that's my but that's my X factor for the series. I think and 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 honestly, what it's going to come down to in every if you look at any media outlet, they talk about the Grizzlies. They say the Grizzlies should have this series in hand if they're mature. And like while mm. I hate like you stuff like that, I'm not going to lie to you. I think Dil- I think Dylan Brooks needs to play a style of basketball where it's like less talking in the media no, and less man, I think and less game to be him bro Dylan has, and, has to be him man but and and like I think he needs to get his his he needs to get his shot attempts within the flow of the offense they lost because I watched That's Dylan it. Brooks put up performances like three for 17 just chucking up the ball just I'm like Dylan just, Dylan Brooks has, I think, in back-to-back years, Dylan Brooks had the most shot attempts on the Grizzlies. But mind you, I don't think he was a top three scorer for the team. So, yeah, I, so he, he, <laughs> I better, he, better, the, not, the he better thing, not shoot the ball like let's that. Let's say, 
let's say Jaron really clears down the game. He keeps that paint on lock, and LeBron can't get nothing going down there. He starts shooting threes. At least LeBron be going like two for ten from three some games, like a lot of games, especially early in the year. I definitely agree with you, though, Greg. Where <laughs> you, say, you said he got he got to grow up because he does have to play a level a, a level of mature basketball, and, and it shows like in his shot attempts. It's shot quality, like, cause he's not an efficient shooter whatsoever. Like he, he barely no. just shooting forty percent, like, do, like during the regular season. At all, at all. And, and, and again, especially and at, at the same time with a defensive end, he he always reaching. He's getting like always get stupid foul calls. Like he he, he does too much sometimes. I'm not gonna lie, he be getting cooked defensively sometimes. <laughs> I'll be real. Especially versus a vet, like especially versus LeBron. LeBron is a, obviously he's fucking. LeBron's 40 years old. He's been in the league for 20 years. He's, the, like, he's one of the greatest players of all time. LeBron's going to take advantage of the, of the dumb shit Dylan Brooks will do. But LeBron's going to pick that apart. And Dylan already been talking in the media. He already said something like, ah, like, ah, we got LeBron James. Like, LeBron legacy is going to be a good, nice little dub for us when we beat him. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm not going to say you shouldn't be talking like, like that. But at the same time, it's like, bro, I feel you. But if LeBron dropped 40 on y'all, I'm not trying. Listen, the big LeBron met. Remember what? Remember what happened last time they made Brown met? LeBron <laughs> dunked on him, like dunked on forty players. So, yeah, it's gonna be a fun series. It's for sure. One thing I know for sure, it's gonna be fun as hell. Basically, but, Memphis is gonna talk shit. So all the eyes are gonna be on the Lakers and LeBron. It's gonna be a fun series, bro, for sure. And uh, the last thing I'll say about this this Grizzlies team is the reason why I think the Lakers will win is because the thing about narratives, man is once you have, like, once you got, once it feels like things are going south for you, it's really hard to recover. And I feel like the Grizzlies have been through a lot this year, especially with the whole job thing. And I just feel like the icing on the cake for this bad spread is, like, sour-tasting season is a first-round exit when you a second seed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, this kind of gave me, like, well, for instance, like, uh... like, with the Nets last year, for instance, like, it just felt like there was, like, a cloud hanging over it, and then they got their team back together, and then it seemed like everything was going well, and then they got swept in the first. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like they, I just feel like it's just not their time. It's not, it's not their year. And, like, they're going to take a step back this year, and it's going to make them, like, go hungry. And I think next year they're going to make the Western Conference Finals. It's, it's crazy. I actually think this might be the year that they make their Conference Finals. I don't think they'll, they'll win it, but. I don't know. I think that I think this might be the year. It's tough because that side over there got they gotta go through LA. They don't have to go through Golden State most likely. So it's gonna be tough to do it. But I think it's man, this player, especially the West, man, the West is gonna be so good. The East, we gonna have to wait till that conference finals to see the Bucks and the Celtics match up. But like the West, man, the West is gonna be so fun from round one, round two, round three. It's just like, bro, I'm missing this. I'm missing this. All right, man. All right. With that being said, that concludes episode 101 of the Restraint His Own Podcast. Definitely want to give a big shout out to my co-hosts, Kyrie, C, Chris, Greg. Appreciate every single one of you guys. Every single one of you guys had awesome takes, great debates. Uh, I'm sure uh, the fans will enjoy this as much as we enjoyed recording this. You can also follow us on Instagram at Restraint His Own Pod. You can also check us out on all streaming platforms. I'm talking about Apple, Spotify, YouTube. The 100th episode will be uploaded this weekend. 
Uh, and this episode will be uploaded the following week, so be on the lookout. So definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, the link will be also inside the description below with all the other links in terms of the streaming platform. So go ahead and subscribe, share it with your friends, spread the word. We really appreciate it. Seeing, uh, give a shout out to your podcast and play by play. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to play by play pod, man. Hopefully we back up soon, trying to figure some things out, but. This is a fun one, man. Shout out, shout out to these guys. This is a a fun pie right here talking straight basketball. None of that narrative stuff. None of that none of that extra bullshit to straight basketball on court. Those are those are a fun episode. Thank you, man. Definitely. I, I listen, I, like I said, anytime, man, you got hop on. I'm sure the fans definitely love you. You definitely love it. So appreciate it. All right, with that being said, we end episode hundred one. Definitely subscribe to YouTube, follow us on Instagram. Uh, and hey, have a great weekend. Enjoy the playoffs and have a great day, guys.